have your fear, which might become reality. And you have Godzilla, which is reality. I'm sick of Godzilla. Everybody, we're back. I'm excited about this episode. Uh, first of all, uh, Jay, how you doing? You know, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Um, it's been if once again, it's going back to that thing where it feels like it's been a while since we've chatted because you've yeah. been jet setting across the world, but it hasn't actually been that long. Um, but I'm excited to be back with the Tattoo mm-hmm. Titan of Tokusatsu and chat some some you know an interesting film and some Very toy news yeah. and some other great stuff so yeah it's always good i'm ex- i'm excited to talk about this movie the, the toy news um i'm excited to show off some stuff and uh yeah and thank you for doing uh, that episode a couple weeks ago with ryan and john um yeah i peaked i popped in for a you minute did. um i had just gotten back from uh london the day before and I was like sitting around. I saw you guys going live, so I jumped in for a few. But I did not. I didn't watch your Ultraman review because I haven't watched season three of Ultraman yet. And yeah. I was like, let me let me back out of this. But thanks for doing that <laughs> while I was gone. Yeah, no worries. Um, Those guys are great. It was super fun, and I was uh, excited to talk about the uh, the the anime. I felt like you know it kind of snuck in on everybody's like Netflix feeds, and not a lot of people. I didn't even know. About it. I yeah. didn't even know, Jay. I yeah. was like. I was literally like watching and I'm like, Oh, the, the show's back. That's what it is. I was like, and it it also had a second season that I totally, you know, um, that, well, that's, that's what you get when you release something before the pandemic. And then after it, you have like a little mini six episode season tucked in there and then, Oh, here's another final season. So yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. Is the final season six episodes or is it back to like, it's a, it's 12. I think it goes, I think it's 13, six and 12. Okay. Yeah. Well, boy, I forgot all about it. And I'm like, <laughs> I literally thought you guys were doing a review of Ultraman season three. And I was like, why did they pick season three of Ultraman? But which would be, um, let's see, three season three. Depends if you count Ultra Q. If yeah, you I was like, what Return is of it? Metro, Return it's- of Ultraman. <laughs> that would be funny. Uh, uh, speaking, I'm sure we'll do that. Speaking of Ultraman, you did a, a top 10 Ultra Q. Video that's on the channel, and I watched it, and I loved it. I I, I was a little surprised with a couple of your uh, yeah. I was surprised that you put um uh oh I don't know the name of the episode, but your number two. I was surprised with that one, and I huh. haven't seen it in a long time. The one eight project, yeah, the one eight project. But I do not remember watching that episode and being like, oh, this is my favorite episode. So <laughs> well, um, it's funny. It, it, I think if, I think if you would have uh, if I would have done it just after. Like my first time I watched Ultra Q, like during the pandemic, right? Like early pandemic watching. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I would have put it up there, but I've watched that episode a lot and I really, really like it. And I think I've, I've, I've done these top tens. I, I realized that a lot of my picks have been, you know, uh, it's, it's a lot of the usual suspects. Like almost everybody has a certain handful of them. And then some of my kind of wackier ones, um, 
are really wacky and out there, but you know, it's, it's kind of my top 10 and I, and I yeah. want them to be different than everybody's. And so you can have those conversations. And I, uh, you know, I think on my ultra seven, you know, my number one, I did return of the non-malt and that's, that's a episode that people like, but it's mm-hmm. not one that's usually uh, picked as number one. And it's absolutely my favorite episode of ultra seven. So ultra Q, I don't know if my number one was that shocking. I think it's one that everybody yeah, likes. It's the best episode. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but but number two definitely I think was and there's a couple other ones I mean I know Baron Spider I had higher than a lot of folks and some other ones so um, but you know hopefully if anything Jake while you're watching it you it at least came across and as like here's why I picked it and here's why yeah. I like it um, yeah, yeah that's the goal yeah I mean they're all they're all good episodes um, I think mm-hmm. most of my favorites were on there you know maybe in mm-hmm. different order but they were on there so it just it did make me want to put Ultra Q on immediately I started yeah. like. I was, as I was watching it, I was getting on like eBay and like looking on, I was like, let me see what kind of ultra Q stuff's out here. Like, that it's, I just it's funny you mention that. Not probably not tonight. And I don't know if it'll be the next time we record, but I might have me some ultra Q stuff coming in on a, on a weekly pickup. <laughs> oh, now I'm annoyed because I don't have ultra <laughs> Q stuff coming. <laughs> um, well, cool. Do you want to, do you want to jump into uh, pickups or what we watched? We can do what we watch. I, did, I haven't watched a lot, to be honest with you. I've yeah. been um, uh, really – I blame Ryan Wilhelm after we started chatting off air after we recorded our live episode. We were chatting um, just stuff that we're watching, and he's going back and re-watching the original Kamen Rider. Uh, and I and I've, we, I know we did an episode where we did like the first couple of episodes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I haven't watched that in a while. So I've been just going back and – you know, watching one or two episodes a night. And I love that show. It's yeah. so good. And I think I also was kind of on a high after watching Shin Kamen Rider right. that I was like, I want to go back and watch some stuff. And, um, and it's so great. And it's a fun, just, there's nothing else like it. Right. And, yeah. uh, and so I've been watching a little bit of that. So maybe I take a break from the ultra series, even though I'm like halfway done with like 50 episodes into return of Ultraman. Uh, <laughs> and I do my next top 10. I do, I do Kamen Rider, but there's like 90 episodes in, in Kamen Rider. So it's Dude, not, you knock uh, that out in a weekend. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Oh man. Uh, Put the yeah, kids to bed. Yeah, watch some comedy. Don't Rider. bother me. I'm watching yeah. Common Rider. <laughs> yeah, so, but it's been good. It's been so fun. And I'm I'm a little nervous about going down some of the uh the Safubi uh the rabbit hole for some of the villains in that in their in their Safubi form because there's some wacky ones out there. So I'm I'm trying to look and see. Um, I'm just looking down at notes here. Did you? I want to go ahead and say this since we're talking about Common Rider. Did you put the Hot Toys on the? You know, I didn't. The- I didn't. Um, and the only reason is I didn't. Um, well, two reasons. One, I forgot, and B, if I did remember, <laughs> I actually don't know a lot about those uh, those two particular Common Riders that they were that they yeah, they were doing. I, so I, I would be able to add a lot of insight. I never really seen them before, but I thought they looked amazing. Looks I just great. think it. I just great. think it's cool that Hot Toys is jumping into that kind of stuff. If I was like, are they going to do an Ultraman now? Are they going to start doing other, you know, Japanese thing? That'd be great. Um, It'd be great. So, yeah. Like uh, then you'll Hot Toys versus X Plus battle. It'd be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you watch anything else, or was it just a no? I, besides the movie we're going to talk about today, um, I have I haven't. Yeah. It's been really okay. just. Common Rider, and then um, and then prepping for G Fest. It's kind of in that last minute push towards yeah. the final. You know, less than a less than a month away. So mm-hmm. I've been really collecting all my inventory, and you know, I'm gonna have like I lost count, but I think like over a hundred new items that I'm gonna be debuting at G Fest. I mean, like a lot. 
yeah. and it won't be on the site. Um, so uh, it's it's pretty ridiculous. I feel like I could do a separate store with just the stuff that I'm getting for G Fest because it's a uh, it's some cool stuff um, from awesome. from a lot of a lot of vintage marmot, um, yeah. some uh, some cool Marasan stuff, uh, some Onraku. I'm trying to be like a lot different than what I saw last time uh, mm-hmm. as a, as a fan, and then knowing else who else is coming right. um, yeah. and what they bring to the table. I don't want to. I want to try to be something a little See, bit different. You're be, so you're being strategic about it. I don't. Th- I don't think other. I don't want to say all of them. I don't want to lump everybody together, but I don't think all, a lot of other sellers at conventions do the kind of thinking where they're like, well, there's a lot of this, so let me not bring this. Yeah. Yeah. It's more the yeah, opposite I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, everybody's going to want a bunch of Funko Pops. Let me bring a bunch of Funko yeah. Pops. But, <laughs> oh my gosh. I was thinking the same thing. That's when you end up with a convention where oh, 80% of the dealers are Funko Pops. Yeah. It's Dragon Con. Um, <laughs> no, I know. Every other I know. convention I've been to. Yeah. So I'm, I, I felt like some of the big misses there were, Last year, they didn't have a lot of like smaller Safubi, like the U.S. Toys, the Yamanayas, um, Max Toy, things like that. Like, I'm mm-hmm. gonna bring a good, good, healthy smattering of that. Um, and then, you know, some big, obviously, like showcase piece, pieces for the folks that really want to, you know, open up their wallets and and I'll open up my heart uh, to them. <laughs> and you know, um, and then so a lot of big. I'm bringing a lot of Marson 450 pieces, a lot of bigger stuff, um, and some really unique stuff. And then, like, you know, just a lot of really cool older stuff that, you know, it's something that you're not going to just be able to hop onto Mandarake or eBay or whatever and find. And uh, and so I'm hoping everybody enjoys it. We'll see. And if not, it'll be on the side after G-Fest and yeah. everybody else can buy it. So uh, there you go. <laughs> it, it's a win-win. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, I, it's I, a win-win. Actually, it'll probably, it'll probably show up at Kaiju Go after that. So for those in Dallas, you'll have a second shot at it, whatever doesn't sell. That, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um. As far as watching things, I've been kind of slowly going back through Singular Point, which is, oh, yeah, I don't know, perf- a perfect show. It's like the best thing I've ever seen. I love Singular Point. Um, but other than that, the only other thing I watch that I feel like I'm in, I have kind of a habit of bringing up movies that aren't really kaiju movies on here. But I watched this movie called The Black Demon. Have you heard of this? It's like a, it's a new I have movie. not, no. It's about no. a megalodon. It's a megalodon movie. Huh. And the reason I watched it, well, I'm going to watch. It's got a shark in it. I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I was about to say. It's, it's but the trailer, the trailer came out, and it looks like it. It looked like the movie was taking itself a little more serious than the Meg was, and mm-hmm. I liked that about it. It looked kind of scary. I mean, as scary mm-hmm. as a movie like that can be. And also, I liked the idea. I liked the plot. The plot was that you know. Um, it takes place out like on an oil rig and the shark is like, a, it's literally like, uh, you know, a, a legend. And it's like a, sh- mm-hmm. a shark that, you know, mother earth put forth to, uh, you know, it's sort of like a revenge for yeah. people destroying, you know, it's around the oil rig because the oil rigs polluting the water and stuff like that. And I was like, Hey, that's awesome. I like that. And that's the black cool. deep, the black demon is like a real legend, you know, within folklore and shit. So I was like, Oh, this will be cool. The movie's awful. The movie's so bad. The trailer makes it look really, I was like, man, they put together a good trailer. The writing's really bad. The acting's really bad. And the shark is barely in the movie. (laughs) Um, yeah, it sucked. Um, but there there's, yeah, whatever. 
I paid for it. I was like, I'm going to buy this movie because it was the only way you could rent it, you know? Yeah. Uh, it was just such a bummer, dude. I was so oh. bummed out by this by this fucking well, movie. But, next, well, time, just, next time, just don't buy it and go put on some Kamen Rider and you'll never be disappointed. <laughs> but it, I like, hi- I hype myself up for movies like that. Yeah. And especially because the trailer made it look like, oh, I was like, oh, they're really... It's, they're trying to make a good shark movie, you know? Yeah. I just hyped myself up for it. I was like, this thing's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> and like, we're watching it. And I'm just like, holy fuck. This is. They did not accomplish that. <laughs> it is so bad. I was, I couldn't believe how opposite it was of what I thought it was going to be. So, so in, a perfect, um, in yeah. a perfect world, Jake, I have a question. In a perfect world, yeah. would you have shark giant shark movie or giant crocodilian alligator whatever movie which one do you think is it would be your dream oh. like if you had if you had to make one and had to be one of your two favorite animals and ones that have done movies already that you love and adore would it be alligator crocodile or would it be shark or would it be like asylum i'm sure they did a there's uh, yeah. crocodile versus shark one. I'm sure they did that. I somewhere. mean, both of these um, movies, these yeah, movies yeah. that you're describing, all already exist. But yeah, I don't know, man. For some reason, I feel like shark movies can be scarier than the alligator movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because uh, that's a little that's a little more realistic. Like a, sh- mm-hmm. a shark being, you know, huge is I don't know. Yeah. It's just little, not megalodon size huge, but like. <laughs> Sharks are big already. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. That seems scarier. to The ocean is scarier to me than a swamp. swamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't, and I, and I think it's because of the, the vastness, mm-hmm. the deepness and the, you know, how dark and unknowing it is. When I see a swamp, that's beautiful to me. Yeah. The open ocean is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like I think sharks. Are, I think sharks are scarier. I like yeah. alligators a lot, but I think sharks are scarier. And I, I feel that shark movies also get a. It's a harder thing to do because you're always compared to one of the most iconic movies ever made, where there hasn't yeah. quite been the alligator crocodile one hit that level quite yet. Yeah. I know you love many of, them, but I mean, you know, the, yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. couple good ones, but there's, oh, no, yeah, right, there's yeah. no Jaws for alligators out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like every monster movie has to be compared to godzilla it's like it's not fair you know um, <laughs> only, only some can can beat it you know like you know the x from outer space there's uh, a, yamato takaru <laughs> there's a movie um it just got put on blu-ray and i might pick it up and it's just called crocodile but it came out mm. and there's multiple versions of it there's a version i own it on vhs but my vhs is called killer crocodile mm-hmm. and um you can tell the movie was like, it's kind of like edited together for multiple projects. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, most of the time, the crocodile is kaiju sized, like opening its mouth and people mm-hmm. just funneling into it, like yeah. huge. And then sometimes it looks like a regular sized crocodile. Yeah. I think <laughs> you've because, mentioned that to me before. I think you've shown that to yeah, but um, there, there's I we might maybe we did talk about it because there's a scene where it like destroys a village. It like causes this huge. It like swims up to a village, swims and splashes and causes these huge waves, and destroys the whole village and eats everybody. And there's just people screaming in it. They're just falling yeah. into its mouth. Um, 
but that reminded me there is like a, a kaiju sized <laughs> crocodile movie out there and uh i i literally saw it today that um a company is releasing it on blu-ray like for the first time which is cool nice that seems very like srs cinema right in their their wheelhouse yeah it's <laughs> it's not them but it is like a similar um it's like, i think it was severin films or something i, th- I think it might have been them i don't know um jay you got some toys did you, you know I, 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 uh, I do i did i got two i got two um okay. very different very very different the first one um you know we we both uh, i've been on the rocom toys uh death jaguar uh train for a long time like we've always oh. loved them um you know i know we both have the original we think we have the um the x-ray variant that came out at designer yeah. con two years ago maybe and, and they, do, so, they do a lot of great ones yeah, I mean they're great. Um, so I decided to pick up the one that was the Ultraman inspired colorway that mm-hmm. they just released. It was a great price, and so I picked him up, and he arrived this week. I got I got his gun hand. I all I usually do the axe hand, but I yeah. gave him the gun hand, and I'm actually going to display him in between my other ones, but with the the head on the back. Oh, so he's going to be my. Okay. I think he's going to be like my protagonist, and the other guys yeah. are gonna be evil. So I'm going to do yeah. the. I'm gonna display them like this. They I can't think. all uh, have accents. Go nice, but you know they they can't all have accents. That's right. <laughs> um, but anyway, this guy—it's oh, upside down, man. Be able to be able to shoot that. Um, yeah, I love this guy. Rocom does such good stuff. This is yeah. one of the of like the indie toys, Safubi toys, U.S. based that have like a recurring character. Mm-hmm. I mean, Death Jaguars at the top of that list. I and, love it. They do great stuff. I mean, they are just really, 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 really good at what they do. Um, so I was excited to pick that one up. I, I don't know. Um, I remember, I don't know if it was Designer Con or one of, the, maybe San Diego Comic Con. I can't remember. But I remember you sharing with me when they did one of these shows that they released all these like from the vault and they had one. They had an Ultraman, which yeah. is a little bit different than this one. Um, they had like a Luke Skywalker one. They Ooh. had some other ones. And Ghost I know those Rider. Ghost Rider. I know they went for like, hundreds and hundreds of dollars each and there's only one but i hope they do go back to that and re-release some of those even if it's more like kind of the the larger production runs because they were so neat and they were kind of really cool i really like the luke skywalker one yeah 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 and it's also cool to like because death jaguar is not a you know a a large media property to be able to tie it in with other fandoms that you like, but done in a mm-hmm. cool way i don't know i think it'll be neat i hope they do some more stuff like this because i really like like this colorway um yeah. The other thing I got, we've been talking about for a while since we debuted it in our one of our news sections, and it finally arrived. It was a pre-order, um, and I don't know, you know, my X Plus collecting has gone down substantially, but there's going to be a few that I have to get, and there hasn't been really a great Safubi representation of this guy outside of the Max Toy one that just released, but very different scale. So, uh, and I got the I got the Rick version of this one, but I'm not going to light up his spines here because. I'm just not, but I got the Godzilla Ultima. Oh my god, dude! Large Monster Series X Plus. I absolutely love this guy. And you know, you mentioned you're watching Singular Point. I think I might start rewatching that one again. I love it so much, and and this is one of my favorite designs. Oh, as he kicks the microphone. Um, but this is a he's a big mama jamma. Um, his you know as <laughs> we have to deal with tails a lot in our in our business. Um, <laughs> huge tail comes with a tail stand, so you're good. Good. But, I absolutely, I love That's the skull. One. Yeah. I loved it. X plus, you know, with the with the animated figure, they did a wonderful, wonderful job, um, and the detail on the dorsal plates. And like I said, these do light up, but the scale stuff, even even for an X plus, where 
they are almost flawless when they come when it comes to a lot of their texturing and their scaling on Godzilla. I felt that they went one step beyond with this one. And this is just an excellent pizza. It's one of my favorite of um, X Plus that I have already. I, I really do. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, it's cool to see an X Plus. Usually you're seeing the X Plus figures are, are versions of movie suits. Yeah. So the fact yeah. that this is the cartoon and you're, you're kind of seeing an interpretation of that is really cool. Did they mm-hmm. do, did X Plus do any of the Godzillas for um, the anime series? Oh man, I don't think so, but I could be wrong on that. I don't now think so. I really because now I want that. But I want that too. That's a cool yeah. toy. Man. They did cool the ride, toy. um, the Godzilla the Ride, right. um, which is a great figure. Um, yeah. really, really good figure. But this was this was their being able to transition it from animation to this, they did a wonderful job. It's a great, yeah. it's a great um piece of uh work from from X plus. So I'm really excited to add that to the X plus collection. And I only have like one more X plus X plus thing in the pre-order hopper at uh, the 68 Godzilla store. Um, but that's it. It's like the, it's kind of, I'm not saying my X plus collecting days are done. I'm just saying like, no, I'm very, I don't have, say that. I know, I've been very strategic about it. <laughs> you say that. And then tonight you buy two. You I know. know right? like that, that's a curse. <laughs> you can't say something like that. I gotta um, hold off. I gotta hold off until my Spiral Studios GMK comes because I gotta see how big of a footprint that is before I can mm-hmm. put some of these other things yep, around. Yep. So I'm in a little bit of a holding pattern. Um, when's that supposed to show up? Soon, right? Aren't people yeah. getting them? Or I, they yeah. were supposed to ship in June. I know there was some delays, but they've been very transparent and forthcoming and great. Um, and everything's been wonderful. So I'm hoping in the next couple of weeks that would cool. be great. Um, I'm really excited I, for that piece. Speaking of X Plus, I did pre-order that. Um, the Shin, the Shin Godzilla, where he's got the, and you know, like I was looking at, it's beautiful. It is not my favorite of the Shin that they've released so far, but you know, I got that second form Shin X plus. That was my first X plus. It is maybe my favorite. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I have to get this toy. Like yeah. it, it's really cool, but the great I price. Know, yeah, it's a good price, but I know it's gonna fuck me up, and I'm gonna want that other the 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 third form. <laughs> the third I'm form really is gonna great. want a third, and then I'm gonna want like a just the standing shin, mm-hmm. you know, normal standing closed mouth shin. I'm gonna want that. I'm gonna want the whole you evolution. know evolution, <laughs> yeah, evolutionary chart of shin X plus Godzilla's. So uh, I had to get it because I I knew if I didn't. It's one of those toys where I look at it, I'm like, fuck, I really want this. But then I'm like, mm, but I also just bought, yeah, I also just bought a spiral, you know, legendary <laughs> Godzilla. Do I want to chill out? But it's one where if I don't get it, I'll, I'll hate myself when it comes out. <laughs> yeah. It's I, sold out when it's sold out and I can't get it and uh, I have to ask you to find it for me and it's $600. I'll yeah. hate myself. Well, that's like the third form now. Those, those third forms are trickier to find. Um, yeah by the day um well the it was hard form, for, remember it was a little hard for us to find that second form at the time i don't i mean is. that was a while back but yeah i mean it's it's not one that it's it's kind of like it's there there's always one or two there um but yeah. it's not like you have the you know pick of the litter um yeah. the third form i don't know i mean that's that just been it's been even pricier than the second form mm-hmm. um and i mean it always has been but like yeah even the the gap has been separating even more, at least from what I've seen. So we'll have to be on the lookout for that one. But that's a, it's a. I mean, they they're all good. They're all good. They're all good. All X is good. Um, yeah, that, that's a no. So what'd I, you get, dude? I picked up a couple things, and uh, I teased these um, on the show 
two weeks ago whenever mm-hmm. you, whenever you guys were doing the, the Ultraman. Um, so I was at a hotel. It's like five in the morning. I woke up. It was we'd gotten back from London and to- our time was, you know, still weird. So I had like gotten used to London time by the time we got back to, uh, you know, the United mm-hmm. States we had to do a bit of driving. So we were at a hotel. I woke up really early. I was the only one up and I was like, I'm going to get on eBay and I'm going to start doing some searching. <laughs> Bad choice. And, and what, <laughs> what happened? I can tell you exactly what happened. There's an account that I follow on Instagram, Godzilla account, and he posted a toy and it's a toy that I've looked for before. One that I've wanted, one mm. that's been on my list. But when I saw the picture, I was like, Hey, you know what? I haven't searched for this for a while. Let me go look. So I get on eBay and I look and I find the exact toy. Mm. First time I've ever seen it for sale. And on top of that, he's the seller. Nice. The Instagram person is the seller. And I was, their Instagram post didn't say, Hey, this is for sale. Find me on eBay. It was just, here's a Godzilla toy. (laughs) They also have an eBay store, which I now follow. So, um, but uh, I did find Jay, you, you know what this is, but. I found a Godzilla Land flocked Godzilla toy. Look at that guy. Look at that little bastard. Yep. He, you know, he's a little, I think he used to all be this color. Mm-hmm. He used to all be green, but I, I, I'm guessing all of these flocked toys that are, I mean, this thing yeah. is. From... I, you know what? Honestly, I kind of like it like that. It got like the little patchwork. It's almost it like, looked, it's like a safubi, like some. Spray. It looks purposeful. Yeah, yeah, it's like right on his face and and in back here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of cool. This, pick this guy up now. Um, he sent along a couple extras. It was mm-hmm. this, and then he sent along this little. Uh, this little. Oh, what are these, called? these are the milk. milk. Yeah. yeah, lady milk. I think is yeah. what they're called. Lady yeah. milk Godzilla, which. Now I want more of these. Oh, those now I want these awesome. things. Yeah. Yeah. This is beautiful. It's got a little purse. This is oh, the yeah. coolest fucking. I love this. Yeah. All those, those so ones are great. Yeah. They're yeah. awesome. They're uh, all the different, like, I don't know, occupations, the flight attendant one and all that, whatever yeah. all they are. There's so many now, good ones. Now what's crazy is like these, these were in the listing together. Mm-hmm. Um, but he also sent a little Ultraman, which I forgot, and it's it's on a shelf in another oh, room. Nice. But there's a little a little Ultraman that also came along with it. Nice. But first you I don't love. join first you don't join our Ultraman anime discussion, and now you're not even showing off your Ultraman toys. <laughs> what is your problem with Ultraman? I'm trying to see if it's in here. I think it's <laughs> I think it's on a shelf in the living room where I would grab him. But I was so shocked to find this on eBay because yeah. literally, like Jay, you know, we've been looking for. Godzilla Land and Lit Goji stuff for a long since we started long the podcast. It is my number like finding yeah. the finding the Godzilla Land stuff is my number one. That's what I want. Yeah. Um now here's the really crazy part. So I said I've never seen this for sale before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've definitely never also found the King Ghidorah flock. Yeah, this was also different seller, different Look at seller. That condition. Yeah, it's so and good. I mean, you can tell that also the color, it's it's a little brighter on the back of the wings, but it still had this part of the box. So when these figure when you buy these figures, there's a little plastic dome, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or a, like a square over it. But I mean the fact that it's got the cardboard in really good condition and it's got, you know, some of the 
the kaiju on the side, Godzilla, King Ghidorah, and there's a Mothra here. I, I could not believe it, dude. To find yeah. two of these in one day, uh, I was super shocked. I know that these came out in different colors. Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's a green Ghidorah. I think there might be a yellow one. There's also a flocked Mothra that exists. Mm -hmm. I do not know if there's any more beyond those three. Okay. Um, those I know for sure because those are what I've seen pictures of. But I do know I have seen Ghidorah in mo multiple colors. Yeah. So I know they put. I'm assuming if Ghidorah is in multiple colors, then Godzilla and Mothra are too. You would think. You would think. I. I I've thing I'm shocked about. I've never. I've seen a lot of the Ghidorahs pop up, the yellow and the pink, but they're stained. They're kind of like. like yeah. They're 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 in rough shape, right? Um, yeah. That one looks great. It was good, and you know the the Ghidorah was a little. It was a little expensive. Mm -hmm. It was not. It was still. It was still a price where I said I'm fucking buying this immediately. Yeah. It wasn't a think twice kind of price. But it was, it wasn't zero. <laughs> it was, you know, triple what I paid for the Godzilla. Yeah, you know, um, the Godzilla I thought was cheap, and I don't know yeah. if he sold it cheap because because of the discoloration yeah. and no box. But I mean, look, it's even still got the fucking sticker on the box. I love that. But, That's so cool. So does does Ghidorah have a sticker? No, no sticker on Ghidorah. But but yeah, I just. I love them. That's my that's my kind of thing, you know. I I love those little weird flocked Godzilla toys. Is it's beautiful. So yeah. And since I bought those, I've been on like I've just been googling, looking for more. I'm like, God, I gotta find more of them. I'm like, I want to start finding some of the toys, and I want to start finding some of the erasers. The the Kenshi. Yeah. They they did a lot yeah, of the Keshi. Yeah. Yeah, Keshi. That's it. Uh, they did a lot of uh, Godzilla Land. Mm -hmm. erasers and they're yeah. really cool and i've never seen those either for sale but there's a lot of them like yeah. uh so uh it's uh, I, I wish i could remember the youtube channel it, there's a there's a godzilla youtube channel that i really like and uh he did who, what's the guy's name who wears the godzilla mask oh he monster island it. buddies is yeah. it just monster island buddies yeah yeah he he has put out a really yeah. really amazing two-part godzilla land video and that's how i've found out some of these toys even exist is he's got a good collection of that stuff and i just screenshot his videos and then i'm like all right i gotta find this, gotta find this one, yeah. let me find this thing so uh yeah those are those are my pickups they're little but those were on my more godzilla land and lit goji stuff were on my top 10 list for what i yeah. want to be picking up so i'm, I'm happy to found those that's awesome and yeah i feel like those two toy lines specifically like I just feel they were like documented so poorly. There's always like stuff right. you never thought existed. It's like, yep. oh, what, this exists. What, what is this? Yeah. It's like, yeah. So like when we found like that, the destroy us stuff from, uh, from lit Goji, it's like, well, they did one, you know, well, awesome. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's just not like a little coffee cup with space yeah. Godzilla on yeah. it. It's like, what and is this? I sold, I sold the, um, uh, there's one that had like the chopsticks and the silverware, uh, yeah. in there, the yep. plastic yep. ware and like the bowl, uh, yeah, yeah, there's just lots of cool stuff. Um, and Godzilla even is even bigger. I uh, had more merchandise than even lit. So um, yeah. there's going to be a lot of cool stuff there. I'm sure you're going to find on that journey. That's awesome, man. I'm going to get it all. Um, <laughs> so uh, w I guess we got a good bit of uh, news to go through. Yeah, you know, before we get into the... Yeah, before we get into the toy news, there's a there's a couple. I mean, it's it's actually not super crazy. Um, 
definitely some stuff we're talking about. But I got to ask, I, I don't know when this is airing or dropping or actually, I guess it's today. I don't know. Anyway, but have you have you watched Skull Island on Netflix? Is that out? Is it out today? Jay, I didn't even know. I saw so I didn't even uh, re- I saw the notes for this and I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, is that out? I have still been trying to catch up on watching things and yeah. I've been watching Black Mirror all week and I just finished that. They didn't put a new season of Black Mirror out and completely forgot that Skull Island. I feel like there's not a ton of average tomorrow. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. Okay. So well then I don't feel good. As, I don't feel <laughs> as bad being like, oh, a kaiju thing was out and I didn't watch it immediately. Yeah. Um so no, I haven't watched it. <laughs> See, I had oh yeah, so but when this drops. We'll probably drop it right around the same time they will. Oh no, we'll be a little. We'll be a few hours later. So maybe the next time we chat, maybe we'll have watched yeah. it. Maybe not. I, will, I don't yeah. know. I'm gonna. Uh, watch I'm it excited to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I'm not quite as excited as I am for the Gamera stuff, but I I'm in September, but I am mm-hmm. pretty pumped about it, and I think it'll be good. It looks good. It looks like fun and looks fun, easy yeah. to watch. But um, yeah. So let's talk some toy news. We have a couple toy items, but that's it. It's, it's okay. some pretty fun stuff. Sure. Um, hold on. Let me. All righty. Talk about your good buddies over at Mondo. Um, yeah. So the first question is, since the last time we spoke, they had uh, a drop. They dropped the first variant, I think the Midnight Bluish. I don't know what the official name was, of the Rodan with the Mothra larva. So I'm going to ask, did you get it? Did you pick this one up? I, no, I did not, um, mainly because I forgot and I was at work. But listen, I'm going to Comic-Con in like yes. a month from now. And I have a feeling, maybe not this one, but I have a feeling Rodan's going to be for sale. Yeah. Maybe maybe they will have this one because li- last year when I went to Comic-Con, mm-hmm. you know, they had said that they were going to have the Cherry Blossom Jet Jaguar mm-hmm. for sale, but they also had leftovers of the other Jet Jaguars for yeah. sale. So I'm assuming there will be... My, my, my thoughts are that the space Godzilla that we're looking at is probably going to be for sale yeah. at Comic-Con and there's probably going to be a different Rodan for sale at Comic-Con mm-hmm. and possible leftovers of this Rodan. I don't yeah. know. And I will buy whatever they have. I, I, I don't, I don't know what's going to be there for sale, but I'm going to get it. Nice. Yeah. I, I did not as well, but it was not by choice. I literally for, like was caught in a meeting and couldn't get out. And you know, that happens. And Mondo yeah. dropped. It's like, you know, you, you snooze, you lose. And I'm glad, you know, 150 other people were able to get theirs. I love the colorway. I think this is great. Yeah. I love the sculpt. Beautiful. I love everything about it. I wanted to get it. However, I do think I might. Um, and, and I discovered this after I didn't get it. I was trying to rationalize myself. Okay, Jay, it's okay. It'll be okay, man. Um, but it's, um, I, because I'm not like a, by any means a completist, I'm not collecting more than like one of each of these kaiju they release. Um, right. And I'm not really collecting one colorway. So I'm kind of mixing it up. And I do have the Biolante in that similar midnight blue, midnight blossom, midnight, whatever it's called. Um, so I, that's, and that's what I'm keeping on that one. So I might wait and get a different colorway with Rodan. Um, so I, I'm okay. I'm okay waiting, you know, and I, I'll be okay, but I wanted to get it. I would have got it had I been able to. Um, and I hope this thing goes, uh, does really well. Cause I think the sculpt is great. I like the red eyes on it. I like the Mothra. Yeah. yeah. And ro- ro- my favorite thing about Safubi is when, um, you can make me want a character that I don't give a fuck about. <laughs> and Rodan's not like, I've never really cared about Rodan that much. I've never loved Rodan 
but this toy is cool. This is a Rodan yeah. I would I would buy. Yeah. So I think the bigger news though from Mondo than even like the drop of this Rodan was some of the stuff that we they teased us at the licensing expo at some other things. And you already you already made a uh, mention of the 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 pink the cherry blossom space Godzilla, which mm-hmm. this would be the third release if it's the next one. If it indeed is the next one, there yeah. could be another one they sneak in there. But beyond the 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 standard uh, and the trend masters. I love this. I don't I, cherry blossom, but the Mondo cherry blossom has not been one. I, in fact, I've had the cherry blossom jet and the cherry blossom by Lante and I've sold them. I'm like, I, I don't love these, but for some reason I think I, if I get this one, I'm not going to sell it. Yeah. And then you're going to be bummed that you can't put it beside your cherry blossom. <laughs> jet Jaguar. I, I also own the cherry blossom jet and mm. by Lante, and I, and I love them both. I think, for some reason, you know, but I felt like you, I didn't think the Godzilla and the Hedora mm-hmm. cherry blossom mm-hmm. weren't my favorite. Yeah. I think, I think on the jet, it really like it shines on jet. It looks mm-hmm. really good on that sculpt. Um, but I will buy this. Yeah. If they, this is the kind of thing where like, if this one goes on sale online, I might mm-hmm. skip it. But if they have this in person at Comic Con for sale, I'll, yeah, I'll probably buy it. I'll probably go ahead and buy it. Yeah, so so good. Um, yeah. So the next one I want to talk about, I, you, I remember when we did, I think it was our top ten episode uh, list. You also threw in a news item that I left out, and I'm glad you did. Was like the the first kind of sketches and releases and stuff of the James Groman Fifty Four with the skeleton and everything. And now they have the prototype out. And so this was, I believe, I don't know if this was at his design studio or was this at last expo? I don't know, but they have, they the- did, this was at, um, this was, there was some convention that just oh. happened and the, the space Godzilla and this. Oh, were cool. both yeah. I noticed the background. So, and the Mecha Godzilla, they all have like that brick background. So yeah, it's yeah. the same place. Um, but you have to be pretty pumped that it's, it's coming. Uh, that's a must buy for me. That's a hundred percent first day must buy. Yeah, that is the coolest sculpt to me. And you, you know, Heisei Godzilla is my favorite. And the fact that it comes with the uh, interchangeable head, hand, and tail, where yeah. it's like you know the 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 guts and the and the blood, mm-hmm. I, I love it. That I'm I'm super excited to get that toy. Yeah, and I mean to get him to do one for Mondo is great. And I know that there he's probably, hopefully they'll get him signed on to do some more stuff, but I have a feeling, I don't know what the run size is going to be on this one. I have a feeling this one's going to get gobbled I'm scared. up quickly. Yeah, yeah. I'm scared about it. Yeah. Um, fingers crossed, but I love it. I don't know if it's a buy for me, not because of the, how good it is. It's just like, it doesn't necessarily fit my collecting aesthetic. Um, yeah. But it's the, I mean, it's done by a, a master craftsman and it's a beautiful design. And, and like, if it's sitting there and it's available, maybe I do pick it up just yeah. because it's so good. I don't know what the price is going to be on it. I'm also a little nervous about that because uh, they could probably charge a, a, an arm and a leg for it. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the Space Godzilla, I can't remember what I paid. Do you remember what the what Space Godzillas are? One, been going 125? For? Was it 150? I, 125? Okay, so that's about the same as the Biolantes were 125 yeah. as yeah. well. I figure some the or Space Godzilla is big. You yeah. know what I mean? I, f- I feel like that's been one of the biggest things they've done so far. So yeah. I don't know. So I can't imagine like, this guy being more is what I'm saying. But yeah, but maybe you just never know the, the, yeah. the Groman name attached to it. You just never exactly. know. Exactly. Um, speaking of popular names attached to it, how about the last <laughs> one? 
uh, our buddy, your buddy, friend of the podcast, the great Attack Peter, teasing his next release, this Attack Peter-ish style, but but more so than, uh, or much different than his Attack Peter statue for Godzilla he did. This thing for this Mecha Godzilla Showa era, holy cow. Now this for me is a day one must buy, wait in line, yeah. throw some bows at little children in line in front of me type. <laughs> this is excellent. And I can't wait to have this on the shelf. This is a home run. I, I agree, man. Uh, we, we had uh, attack Peter and Hector on toy anxiety last night. So anybody listening, you can go back. There's some Kaiju talking there, but we are going to have them on this show pretty soon. Um, when it gets closer to release time for this Mecha Godzilla, it kind of bums me out that I don't have the other, the Attack Peter statue. I, I wasn't able to get it. I wasn't able to get it when it came out. And it, it just wasn't something that I ever went back and tried to pick up. But seeing that, I love this. Yeah. This to me is so, like the, the black, mm-hmm. like designs on it, it almost looks like flames on his shoulders. Yeah, it's this it's just perfect. looks. Yeah, it is perfect, and I'm 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 also getting this 100. percent Like these are all yeah. all four of these are amazing figures. Yeah, I rarely ever do this in collecting. Um, in fact, I'm quite the opposite. I never like save spaces on shelves, but I have the space like with the Godzilla statue, um, and I have a print behind it and stuff. Like I have a place for it up right up there. Um, and I don't even know when this thing, this thing can come out in like 2027. Yeah, I, don't I don't know, know. but, uh, but I have a, pl- a place saved for it. So I hope I get it a, but uh, B hope it comes out soon. Um, so yeah, so I, I think it's a home run uh, Mondo, some big stuff coming up. I mean, these yeah. are all like excellent, like heavy hitting uh, releases. So great stuff. Yeah. From Mondo. I'm assuming all of this stuff will at least uh, be on display at comic con. Yeah. So, so still me one. Be cool. It'd be cool. To see. <laughs> yeah. Just grab it. Yeah. I can make another. <laughs> um, okay, moving on from our good buddies at Mondo. Okay, so I got to talk about this one. This is something that uh, I know a lot of people have been getting stressed out in a good way about. Is So we talked about before Wonderfest came out, you know, I know uh, Mark Nagata and Max Toy uh, had those images on Instagram. He released about, hey, here are my Shin Gomez and my Shin Ultraman uh, sculpts. And it was the unpainted kind of the beige one of uh, mm-hmm. the Shin Gomez. And uh, everybody's freaking out. Yeah, it's amazing. We can't wait. Um and then on the his side, he's been, you know, was teasing like, hey, like we are going to have these released in the U.S. as well. So I've been kind of collecting all of the different releases of these because there's been a few different ways and a few different colorways already released. The, the big four, the four that I could find that have had pretty decent uh, releases, a lot of fanfare around them, um, have been the have been these four sets, three in Japan and one in the U.S., um, and so I wanted to put this out there for everybody as they're trying to collect and start building their checklist for their Max to- uh, Max Toy Shin Gomez and Shin Ultraman because I feel the Max Toy Shin Gomez is freaking amazing and mm-hmm. is like a figure of the year quality. So the ones that we have so far, the Beams, which is a store in Japan, the Beams Retailer Lottery Exclusive, which the lottery entries just ended like a couple days ago before we recorded, that one's coming uh, as a figure set, like a hundred bucks. Um, that one will be released in Japan. That is kind of the, the I say classic, the classic Shin, you know, from a movie yeah. last year, but the red and silver uh, <laughs> and kind of the all black-ish uh, Shin Gomez. So it's it's kind of a cool classic, like movie. You could put that in a, in a movie and you'd be good to go. 
the Max Toys, the ones that we just got the update on this week, that both have already sold out on the on the website, uh, yep, which is amazing. Before I could get to them, I know, right? The the Shin Ultraman is almost similar, has a little bit more of a darker wash on it, but it's very similar to the Beams Lottery exclusive. I haven't seen them in person to to tell the difference, but that's it. Looks more metallic to me. Yeah, whatever the paint job makes it look more metallic. Yeah, and and you know, and I, I want to have these in person because you just never know, like with the photography it's not apples to apples um the shin gomez is awesome and has kind of that gold yellowy type thing on the back highlighting kind of down the dorsal spines and stuff so it has a little bit more i think dimension than the and then the beams one so that one looks really cool but those are sold out as well um mm-hmm. the, the the bottom two are awesome uh, the wonder toy convention in osaka uh volume two these are i my favorite it's yeah. the green because it's with the energy consumption uh, so we like, he's wearing down, he's turning green and it's this blue Shin Gomez. These things are amazing. They're out there on the secondhand market right now. Um, I have a couple coming to Toku toy town um, of the wonder toy convention one. I absolutely love these are probably my favorite. And then the last one of the Osaka right. comic-con exclusive, which was the all silver and then the, the heavy black with the silver Shin Gomez. So these are the four sets that I'm aware of. Now, by the time this drops, Max Toy could release 17 more. Who knows? But these are kind of the big four. I'm really excited as people start showing these off in their collections because I think it's the, some of the best stuff Max Toy has done recently. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, and I agree with you about uh, which ones are my favorite, the, the green and blue. Uh, ever since I saw Shin Ultraman, I was like, I want some green Ultraman stuff. They just yeah. So yeah. yeah, the green and the blue, those they're, they're beautiful. I mean, Max Toy always like, Mm-hmm. just knocks it out of the park these are all great yeah for sure so that's what i know right now some of these like i said have already sold out some of them are just hitting the secondhand market so uh guys go out there and buy them they're amazing yeah support max yeah. toyko um okay just a couple one-offs uh you know these are some updates that you you know people have probably already seen on some other sites but i wanted to call them out because i think they're cool um number one another unraku um and you know what i i apologize there's a typo in here there's no japan festival that was a copy and paste error uh Uh-oh. but this is just the i know the the Enraku and, and saku the lottery exclusive uh this is the third variation that they're doing on godzilla 2000 and i think this one is wacky it's just like really almost like it hurts shine my the light. eyes i know almost neon <laughs> slash shine the light on some green uh, and then a darker green on the back with that vibrant magenta east spine um so really, really cool. This lottery is going on right now. You have until July 10th to enter it. It's a November release. It. It's not that expensive. That's, I mean, I was about to say, look at that fucking price. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's it's a good be price for an rocket. Three times that when you when it goes on the secondhand market, man. And so, um, but I love this. I don't love. I mean, we've talked about on this show since the day we started it, how we are on the uh, Godzilla 2000 is on the lower end of our suit designs and i say yeah. you know the both the the 99 suit from godzilla 2000 and the 2000 suit from mega gearus mm-hmm. um but i will say having seen the other ones in person on raku does a really good job with this sculpt and they actually look really cool so i'm sure this one will be no different from the of this colorway standpoint um yeah the other one we were talking about off air uh, funny funny enough um and it's x plus and they are releasing um in their daikaiju line the large monster series a 25 centimeter a new godzilla 92 mm-hmm. uh, both a rick and a standard this thing's coming out soon. It's already up on the Japanese X Plus site, the the Shonen uh, Rick site, but 
it is not on the North America version yet. As of the time we're recording this, let's hope it, it does get on there because this will be an inexpensive way, relatively speaking, for somebody to get a really cool Heisei era Godzilla from X plus. Um, I love it. I love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. Same. I mean, Heisei Godzilla is my favorite and uh, X plus dude. Like, yeah, it looks great. It's cheap. I'm, I might, I, I, we were, like you just said, we were talking about it off air because I was talking about how I've been going back and forth with whether or not I wanted to buy it. Having other X plus on pre-order right now, like yeah. do I want to get two, but yeah, I think I, I might. Yeah, I'm hoping it comes up on the site here shortly so folks can start um, in the U.S. start buying it um, yeah. and feel good about it. So the other thing I want to bring up, and this is a, a definitely a coming soon, um, but you sent me this when we started leaking more of this. You know, CCP they do a lot of Safubi. We you know we we talk about their heteros a lot and their gigans and some of their midsize Safubi. But this they've been releasing these images of the prototypes and even displaying them at some shows of this, um, the model kit that they're basing on, the, the King of Curiosities um, uh, model kit that they're basing this one on. This bad boy is going to be over 12 inches tall. We know it's going to, um, you know, that, that price is is wrong. Um, that's, I think they haven't released that yet. So I apologize for that. It's another copy and paste error. Uh, but it's based on the kit. I, we don't know the release date. I'm super excited though. I really, yeah. I'm, I think this is really cool. And, and I think it's, it's better than a lot of the other CCP sculpts for other kaiju they've done. They've never been my favorite. Mm-hmm. I really, this one has some, some hope. I have some hope that this one might be really strong. A lot of space Godzilla love happening. I know. Recently, and I'm into it. I love it. Me too. Um, and the last thing is just, you know, we always got to talk about when Bandai releases some um, movie monster stuff and Godzilla stores doing a 73, which, you know, those, those Godzillas go for a lot on the, uh, the original, um, you know, the 73, 74, uh, some of those Showa era Godzilla Bandai movie monsters can get pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this one. They're releasing it. You can get this one right now in the Godzilla store through their relationship for with buy. Um, so go get it um, right now. It's like 3,300 yen. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and you can get yourself a really cool six inch ish Godzilla 73. I mean, it's his birthday year. Yeah. So get it <laughs> birth year. Um, but it's always fun when there's new, really cool movie monster stuff out there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, All good stuff. And then last but not least, um, and I hate how this has updated my slides and changed all my fonts. I promise this was much better looking in the original <laughs> font. It, it looks uh, fine. Um, but anyway, um, this what this text does say is this Friday, June 23rd, 1 p.m. Eastern, that's noon central, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, 10 o'clock Pacific. If you're in the U.S., I don't know any international time time zones, um, but they are releasing the second wave of the Artisan Dynasty from Spiral Toy, Godzilla 2019. This is kind of the burning variant, if you will, with the bright orange, the bright yellow, um, and it looks excellent. Um, I absolutely love this. I'm assuming it's going to be the same price as the other one, um, but yeah, home run, home run here, and I think this one will sell out, I think maybe even before the first one. My my only critique with these are they are releasing these too close together. Oh, uh, yes. These are kind of expensive, and I did get the first one. It's beautiful, but I'm like, there's no way I'm getting more of these. Like, yeah. uh, unless unless they reveal one that's just like mind blowing to yeah. me, I'm probably just gonna stick with the first release. This is beautiful. This yeah. is a beautiful toy. Um, but but it it was only like what 
couple weeks ago. I mean, three or yeah. four weeks ago that that, that yeah. first one came out. So, I mean, um, I talked about it on the live show with Ryan and John asking Ryan if he bought it or if he pre-ordered yeah. it. So yeah, like, it's, I, yeah. I think it was right. Yeah. Yeah. It was right before or during my trip because I remember buying this mm-hmm. and X plus Shin Godzilla in the same mm-hmm. night yeah. and being like, cool, going to London tomorrow. Let me drop $600 on Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, I, I agree. I think, you know, I'm glad that they have these and they can get them out quickly, but, but and this isn't for me because I, I mean, when you know these people that are doing this, you know, it's going to be great quality. You know, I, I feel yeah. very confident, but like, for a lot of people, anything you buy that's a collectible that's $250, you want to have one in your hand to kind of like validate how good it is before you buy another one. Multiples, so I, yeah. Yeah, and especially the same sculpt, right? So like if this would have been the release of their first, you know, Mothra or their first, you know, Rodan or whatever, it's a little bit different, um, but it's the same sculpt, different variant. I almost wish that they could have had it in hand and, and like almost – had that word of mouth and that hype, like, oh my God, I got to have more of these. Now, yeah. you know, that's in a perfect world. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those, I feel, I feel toy companies, especially these indie toy companies, because you have us on here going, I wish they would slow down. And then like, I wish they would make more and speed up, you know? So it's like, I get it's hard. No matter what, it's going to be, it's never perfect, but I do. I'm like you, I'm probably going to hold off on this one and, and understand I might have to pay a lot more on the secondhand market because I want right. to have that first one in hand. And the good news is they're, they're coming soon. So it's not like I'm going to have to wait a year. Um, they're not going to super seven us, but I, I thought, I think I'll when are they, gonna, wait. When are these supposed to come out? I think these are supposed to ship in July or October. I think Whoa, July. that's super soon. Yeah. The first one. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah, good I think, news. I think I, I I've gotten, people. I've gotten used to pre-ordering toys and not seeing them for a year. I know. I know this is like not even a real pre-order because it's, it's just delayed shipping. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, let me see. I'm gonna. I'm now. I'm gonna fact check myself because I'm a little worried. Let's see the first one. You're gonna. It's gonna say 2024. I know, right? And it. Totally yeah, it's is. July of 2024. Estimated arrival July 2023. Cool. Um, and there's a few of the first ones left. So. Oh, wow. I hate that. I wish they were sold out. Yeah. <laughs> I wish they were sold out. Yeah. Um, I'm sure. They, I'm sure Spiral Toy does as well. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure it's, they listen. Will, uh, it's it they're not not sold out because people don't like it it no. they are a little pricey and i think that's probably i think it's the fact that it's a little pricey and also i think some people are probably iffy on buying legendary godzilla yep. safubi and um uh, i i get it but yep. um i think those I, are very valid and true it looks great i do i think this could be one where once these kind of get out in the wild and people see them displayed at shows and, and really yeah. like us based shows. Cause obviously I know they've been, you know, Wonderfest and other great places. I do feel that they will become, they won't last as long as maybe the first one did. I hope I'm right. Cause I want these guys to keep producing with really cool stuff. And yeah. I really think that, you know, and this is not a critique on them, um, but I hope because they do have something that's so cool and so unique about, they have these amazing artisans, these amazing like big wigs who's who in the world of sculpting and uh, painting and everything within the Kaiju community. Like they need to highlight that even more, I think to some of the U S market and stuff, because I think these are a little bit different than just your normal Safubi that gets released. I think there are some cool touches to it. 
Um, and so I'm excited for that word to even get out more. And I think they could do some really cool stuff. Yeah, I agree. Um, that's all I got, man. That's all I got that's on news. All, all right. Well, then we'll we'll, we'll jump over. We're, uh, we'll jump over to this main topic. Then we're we're an hour in already. It's like so easy for us to just talk. Like it's, yeah. Sometimes I look up and I see the time. I'm like, what? Well, I've been talking <laughs> for five minutes. And hey, um, Latitude Zero deserves all the time in the world. <laughs> Sure. Um, we're going to talk about this movie, Latitude Zero, which um, I did not know too much about until you brought it to my attention. Yeah. Um, but why don't why don't you give us like a little bit of a rundown of what this yeah. movie is uh, is about? Yeah. So it's um, the reason I I threw it out there to to talk about this week was you know I'm sitting there and I was rewatching it and I was just looking at the credits, the opening credits, and it's like director Ashira Honda. You know, uh, you have uh, Akira Ifakube doing the score. You have Subaraya in the special effects. You have, you know, Tanaka producing. You have uh, Sekizawa writing. You have, um, you know, starring Takara uh, Akira Takarada and Akiko Harada. Like, this, like, this is like the A-team of A-teams from, mm -hmm. like, Toho. Uh, and this is, like, 1969, so we're still, you know, in the 60s and stuff. But, I mean, holy cow, like, on paper, that's, that's your – if you could draft the all-star team, that's it right there. Like, that is great. Yeah. And then you throw in, and then you throw in, you know, two legitimate acting stars. I mean, obviously Joseph Cotton from, uh, I mean, he's brilliant. Citizen Kane and, and whatnot. Like he's a legitimate Hollywood star actor that, you know, I mean, when he was Orson Welles favorite actor. So like, he has to be pretty damn good. And then on now, not necessarily in, in that level of film, but on TV, I mean, you have, Cesar Romero coming off, you know, one of the playing one of the greatest villains on TV, right? Yeah. And the joke, Batman. So you have two like brands, viable people to push this this movie with Joseph Cotton and and uh, Cesar Romero. On top of that, and then you know the other other folks to kind of filter in, they're all all great. And then I'm like, how did this movie flop? How did like like just on paper, this is one of those movies that should have been really good and uh, it should have made a lot of money. And I say flop mm -hmm. like. We'll get to like whether we liked it or not, but I'm talking just like it made less than half of its money back. Yeah. And I mean, this was a a disaster. And I know there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we're not going to talk about because we're not one of those podcasts that, you know, reads off Wikipedia and just says, here's, you know, the stuff. But at the end of the day, like, and I didn't read the Wikipedia. I <laughs> so I'd have no idea what you're talking about. I promise we do that. But you know, you know, there's those podcasts that are just like, yeah. this movie has a runtime of 12 minutes. Um, but anyway, uh, the, uh, the whole thing about like, I, I get there was some financial stuff, whatever, but this movie, like it was a co-promotion between Japan Toho and the U S I mean, it was filmed entirely in English. That's why you have Takarada and Harada going through their lines uh, and learning them phonetically and speaking. Yeah. Those are their real voices. Um, but at the end of the day, this movie was a failure. And so I thought it would be fun for us to talk about something that, a movie that we don't talk about that some people do like, some people don't like there's been varying degrees of, of love for it. But at the end of the day, it's like all of our favorite heroes of Toho that gave us the best era of Godzilla, basically giving us a financial clunker. So that was kind of the background. Um, the movie yeah. itself, the plot is it's, it's a little, it's kind of at some points very, simple and there's not much to it and in some ways like it's very complex but it was based off of some radio serials from the 40s and 
essentially there's this place in the middle of the earth at latitude zero underwater, this civilization of, of, you know, people that go missing in the, in the, on the surface, these great brilliant scientists and, and leaders and stuff that really change it. They basically have built this utopian society down below uh, and are slowly, but surely influencing and helping the people up top. And, uh, you know, when the, the human race is ready, they're going to bestow all of their secrets and everything. Um, but of course, that has to be challenged by an evil, maniacal, megalomaniac type villain. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, enter Cesar Romero. And it's about a couple of people, I don't know, crusters, earth, crust, you know, people that live on yeah, the, on the crust. Uh, they, you know, stumble upon it and, and kind of thrown into that society and kind of, and you follow them as they learn about it and, uh, and then try to escape the clutches of the evil uh, Malik and his, you know, evil henchmen. Uh, various degrees of of costuming and uh, and it's just it's a funky wacky weird trippy 70s type show um and a lot of stuff it's like okay like you don't really question it. it's just like it's there like i'm 200 years old i'm whatever like and so it's it's one of those where the plot's a little bit hard to to summarize because it is a little bit out there and there's some weird wacky elements but it's uh it exists and it has a lot of famous people in it yeah, uh, it's definitely a weird movie, and it did a lot of times remind me of like some of the old like '50s sci-fi yeah. movies that I used to see on TV. Like the acting is very, yeah. especially like uh, the guy who I don't remember his name, but the guy who like finds them after they first, mm. uh, you know, uh, get lost in the mm. in the in the ocean. The guy who find the older dude who finds them mm. just really reminded me of like just old sci-fi yeah. stuff. Oh, and, yeah. uh, the cot you mentioned the costumes best part of the movie. Yes. The yes. The costumes are insane. They yes. are insane yeah. and they're never, they never bring attention to the costume. Huh. They never mention them. There's no like mention of the weird sh people are wearing like see-through yeah. plastic at some point. Like it is just all of the costumes are baffling. Yeah. They're insane, but yeah. they're awesome. I mean, the only mention right is like they they talk about the the gold that they use. It's like that's like the material that help like repellent or whatever. Like that's yeah. really really about it. Um, yeah, the costuming is great. I, I do think it's so hilarious seeing you know Mackenzie who talking about Joseph Cotton like this amazing um, <laughs> this actor that has done so much in American cinema. And like they put dress him up as, and I read this from somebody on one review I was reading on it. Uh, they dressed him up like Charles Nelson Riley. I mean, he, <laughs> he had like the open, the open uh, um, uh, jackets with like the scarves and like he had yeah. just some random stuff, but yet he's still delivering his lines like classic Hollywood uh, yeah. and like nothing's going on, but you're right. They, they don't make a big deal about it. And it's like, uh, it, but it's like you sit there and like the visuals in it, and it's just trippy and wacky. And I don't know. I just, I, I really like, I think it's a fun film because of it looks like a fun film and it yeah. just looks cool. And the costuming is a huge part of that. Yeah. I think so too. It, it, it's not, it's not a movie that I'm going to find myself rewatching yeah. like a lot, but I did enjoy it. I did have yeah. fun with it. I liked, there's like this great kind of weird, uh, submarine chase uh, <laughs> towards the I want to say towards the beginning where they're just yeah. two submarines chasing each other underwater 
and it's cool to see more underwater miniature yeah. stuff like that. That's all fun. Um, the creatures are fun. Yes. But I, I wonder if the failure of the movie has to do with like the Japanese audience was a little like what at at maybe some of the American stuff. And then mm-hmm. the American audience is like, what the fuck is this? Like for it, it was you know, it was too in the middle of both that both audiences were kind of like, mm, uh, maybe we don't like this. That's a great, I never thought of that. That's a great point. It, it's like, it couldn't do either one perfectly. until you kind of succeed at neither, yeah. you know, like it's like, it's, yeah. you're right. It's, it is, you have these, you like the Cesar Romero and, and Joseph Cotton and, uh, which, Richard C- which Cesar Romero is, he's, he's doing the joker yeah it's like yeah, the same it's yeah. like identical almost but in more comfortable clothing exactly <laughs> but, but he's um, so over the top you know yeah oh and, and and that's that's one thing it's like i think one of the weak points in the in the plot and i say weak point not as in like it takes away from the enjoyment but like why maybe it it doesn't get to that next level of, oh this is like really good um yeah. there's just not a like I still don't know why Malik wants to take over the world. I just know he's an evil guy. Like it's, it's, it's Batman. It is very Batman, uh, Adam West, Batman type logic. You know, it's just yeah. like, he's evil because he's evil, you uh-huh. know? And I think there's uh, it's like, and he has this amazing, you know, like whole Island base and all the money he needs. Like we just don't know all this stuff. Like it just, and he's 200 years old. Um, yeah. And I think there's a couple of things that fell, but I, I do think like, there's not a lot of backstory or depth. I mean, other than like a couple throwaway lines from, um, from the McKenzie character. And I think that's a little bit like I needed a little bit more. It felt to me, you mentioned it felt like a 50 sci-fi. Totally get that. The, mm-hmm. what it felt like to me when I was watching it, it felt like a slightly longer episode of star Trek, the original series, like yeah. including with the costuming, because there's a, there's a legitimate premise there. That's like, can be explored. Like uh-huh. there's the human race is not ready to receive you know, what the best of the human race can do when they've removed money and greed and all this type of stuff. Like there is a something to explore there. They have that. They don't necessarily do the best job in the time allotted to really convey that. And it's a little bit kind of like, just trust me, you know, just trust me that this guy's evil. Just trust me. And so I felt like, and and also some of the, some (laughs) of the dialogue kind of got a little Captain Kirky, but I, uh, I really did. I really did feel like I was watching an original series episode, but just a little bit longer. Yeah, I get that for sure. I also kept waiting for a kaiju to show up. <laughs> they do. Well, I was like, I, I was like, well, he's got. I was like, he's got these other monsters, you know. I was like, oh, they're in a weird, you know, exotic yeah. place. I was like, where's the kaiju? Where's yeah. like, what, what's the monster gonna be? Oh, and boy, do you get one. <laughs> well, you do get some monsters, um, which I. It's a little. It's weird watching him like do the experiments on the fucking yeah. like really awful looking lion and condor <laughs> and he like so he cuts the wings off of this condor <laughs> sews them to a lion and he's like it's yeah. weird because the lion's out of frame but he's like stabbing <laughs> yeah. at it and shit and he puts the brain of the woman in it yeah, uh, yeah, well, his assistant. yeah, yeah. His henchman and then there's the weird Batman who I I love the Batman and I love the scene where they're fighting them all. Yes. Is um it's amazing. It's very silly. Oh, very silly. But it's very fun. And they're yeah. like they have these weird 
fire fists <laughs> things coming out of their fingers and they're like shooting them and the the batman the laser. Is like running into the wall you know it slices his wing off um it was my I, favorite part of the movie was was yeah. watching them fight the batman and it was not lost on me that the joker had some batman henchmen yeah. and it was not lost on me yeah. um and uh, we should maybe we should have got Ryan Dole to be our special guest on this one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the Batman were you know the costuming was something out of Common Rider, but yet the it was but yet the whole fight scene yeah. was something out of Batman. Um, that was funny. The Griffin, and also like I love that. Like here's just some serum to make you grow three times yeah. larger. Yeah. Um, I I love the Griffin for how bad it is. It, I mean, I really like it. Is like very like bad, like low budget Muppety. Yeah. Uh, and but like they just cram a lady's brain down in it. Yeah, uh, just it does. I get where like U.S. audience even in six in 1969 would be like, oh, no, no, no. Um, but <laughs> but you're right. Like I, it is fun. And the giant rats. Don't forget the giant rats. The giant rats were cool, but I hated the sound they made. I was like, okay. oh, let me turn this down. And then they're just setting them all on fire. Yes. Like, all right. They just so fall weird. into like the acid river, the, yep. the purple acid river. Um. But boiling them, yeah. I know, but uh, so aside from that, I mean, I, like, very limited kaiju action um, mm -hmm. with the with the Griffin. But I felt that like the some of the other special effects, like you mentioned, underwater miniatures, was actually mm -hmm. done really well. I thought some of the stuff I was thought good. so too. Now, I mean, you, look in the 1960s, you're gonna have like the long shots of them when they're on the jetpacks, where it's obviously little dolls going up and stuff. That doesn't bother me. We've seen enough of that. But uh, but for the most part, I thought overall it was uh, that stuff was done well. I love some of the sets. I mean, they were they were lavish and over the top and very, very evil villain when he did be evil villain and very like utopian society. But what was the deal with the trampolines? They're always like great scientists apparently <laughs> jumping on trampolines <laughs> in the background. Yeah, I don't and know. Lots of cleavage. Cleavage and trampolines. <laughs> Uh, how did it not, how did it not do well? Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I thought all that stuff kind of made like the watching all the underwater stuff, mm. the costumes, the weirdness of it yeah. to me worked. I, yeah. I, I liked all of that. So I have a question cause this was the one part and I think I would have liked the movie overall better. I'm always a sucker for like a good ending, right? Like it doesn't have to be a happy ending, but just a good ending, like to tie a bow on it. And I think that can help me overcome some weak parts to how we got there. You know, very Machiavellian, their ends justify the means. And the one part I think I really struggled with was the ending. Because yeah. at first, you know, you feel like you're going to, you know, there it's a, a dream sequence. It's there, you know, because you see them on the boat and then you see, uh, the McKenzie character as a captain, you even see the Malik character um, and you feel like it's going to be like, you know, the scarecrow and the, and the lion and the tin man, right. It's very wizard of Oz, but yet then they do the twist on the twist and they're like, Oh no, he, somebody did give him the, the jewels and he has the money. So it did happen. His memory yeah. was erased or whatever. So it's like, which one is it? And I felt like that was unneeded. They should have gone with one or the other. Yeah, and because I, it comes it, it comes across confusing, very confusing. And I was like, "Yeah, so did it happen? Or they just have doppelgangers just happen to also be on here? Like, what the hell? Um, Malik is still alive, and now he's a good guy on the U.S. naval naval vessel. Um, so that was the th part. Like, I hated the ending. They tried to get too cutesy with it, and I think that actually did hurt it. And so 
it was like fun, 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 fun. Then, oh man, why? What the heck? Um, yeah, I agree. It felt well because it felt like they, it felt like they had a regular ending or something, mm-hmm. and it felt like studio interference or something. Yeah. They were like, no, you guys got to do something. You got to do something <laughs> weird here at the very end. The, yeah. You know, so that that's what I get from it. It feels like producer interference or studio interference where they were just like no no let's do one more crazy thing um but i agree i don't like i don't like how it ends either because it it just comes out confused i'm just like what yeah why it could have been streamlined a little bit and yeah yeah i don't know but other than that whatever it's good like it's not like i said it's not something you're gonna catch me like putting on all the time but i would i could see myself re-watching this at some point yeah it would be a great group cosplay um the <laughs> other the other only the, at uh, g-fest because no one yeah, nowhere oh, else would anybody know what the fuck you were doing i don't even think people at g-fest would know yeah, um, probably not but the other thing is to tie it back to like the kaiju the toys um i do gotta show you this one this might change your mind Oh shit! There's to- oh my god! I want that. I know that's amazing. That looks better. Yeah. That works better than it does in the movie. Oh, a hundred percent. So that is the Griffin that's from awesome. I think I think Butana Hana did that one. Um, I don't remember. It's a I think it's a vintage one, but uh, it's very 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 cool. Uh, I want it. I don't have it, and I really want it. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that thing is awesome. But yeah, that. I would love a um, I would love a McKenzie character with his uh, with his scarf or maybe his pipe and his hat I don't know uh, and then a Malik with his you know his yeah. flowing robes um, some good yeah. stuff there's I mean the, the best part about it is there is some really kind of like you can laugh at how terrible how stupid it is in some ways like I love the fact that he was excited to have the brain in the in the line and the Griffin. Uh, because yeah. he could control it, but he put the brain in of the lady that he just double crossed. Like, come on, right. Alec, you're no an evil sense. genius. <laughs> um, and some other things, but I mean, it's it's very. I mean, if you can handle the campiness, I think mm-hmm. you'll like it. It's worth a watch visually. I think it's Griffin aside. I think yeah. it's still very, very, very fun. Um, but treat it as a like a wacky, messed up, like late. 50s to late 60s science fiction show yeah um, with some people you recognize as opposed to a a movie that is supposed to you know really say something because it just doesn't deliver on the theme as much as it could yeah it it honestly feels like they took a lot of popular pieces of of content batman you know ultraman shit Mm -hmm. like that threw it in a bag like shook it up picked five things out and we're like all right this is what our this is what we're making yeah you know what would have been great? This, in fact, I think this movie could have worked if instead of the Toho part, take out, take out Takarada and take, take out Harada, uh, take out the Subaraya special effects. So take out the Batman you could keep in, but uh, but you take out the you can take out the rat, you can take out the Griffin. What if this was done as a Harryhausen type? What if the Griffin I, was stop motion? I, I was literally. One, you know, I was just thinking about that because I, one of the thoughts I had, but I didn't say mm-hmm. was, I wonder if American audiences who saw this, you said, what, what, what's the, it's like 60s or was it early. Yeah. Okay. Well, 69. I wonder if people would have liked it better if it was stop motion because stop motion is more, you know, what the American sci-fi yeah. films were doing 
maybe a little earlier than than that, yeah. but well, still. Uh, uh, Sinbad and the Tiger was seventy one, so it would have been seventy one. Yeah, so I, w- I wonder if the movie would have came across a little better over over here. I think so. If it was stop motion, and I, and I think it, I think so. I really I think that's a great idea. I, I think that's a, a great point. I um, you keep the Batman in because you have the Batman element there, like people in bad costumes, but. For the monsters, like the, the yeah. larger than man sized monsters, the griffin and the giant rats. And then I throw mean, a squid in. Throw a giant yeah, squid in. Yeah, you have to throw a squid in. Yeah. Throw a giant squid in, and then it's that's it. That's all you need. Yeah, I mean, maybe it would have opened up. He could have done like he Harryhausen and, and that that genre film. You'd have you had the Sinbad, you have the Greek mythology shows, uh, with you know, obviously Jason and Clash and stuff. And now you could, maybe there could have been a whole latitude zero underwater yeah. thing going on there with you have all these great animals or great uh, monsters to to stop motionize um i don't know it'd be great but yeah i think that might i think that would have been a better movie to be honest with you yeah i agree I a agree. more successful would've, movie successful probably for sure and it yeah. would have i mean the big yeah it would have fixed the griffin problem <laughs> the griffin pro- we gotta have that's our new thing man when we see anything that's like the movie's good or the, the something is good, but just the monster is garbage looking, we'll just call it the Griffin problem. <laughs> the Griffin problem. They have a Griffin problem. Do you, th- do you think when they were writing, so whenever they were writing the the American Godzilla film that eventually became <laughs> TriStar's Godzilla, and you know for a long time Godzilla was going to fight a Griffin. Yeah. Do you think it was because somebody saw Latitude Zero and was like, oh shit, it'd be like kind of a callback to that i took it the other way they're like we're gonna do this and then they saw latitude zero and they're like nope nope (laughs) no it's destined for failure it's a cursed idea nope Um, not doing it uh, no yeah i uh, i think that uh godzilla at latitude zero godzilla versus the griffin i think hey that's a good got latitude zero is a cool title that's a cool it's a cool title and it's a cool concept Mm -hmm. godzilla at latitude zero sounds awesome to me yeah it's like an anime, it could be like singular point, latitude zero. I mean, they all kind of fit. Yes, let's do it. Let's make yeah. it happen. Godzilla, it, to me, it sent also latitude zero sounds like it should be really cold. Yes, yes, to me. Right. So. <laughs> yes, Godzilla um, in the snow. Godzilla looks yeah. good in the snow. Yeah, yeah, I think he does. Godzilla in an underwater fighting underwater in an underwater city against a griffin. I love it. Yeah, and then he goes to Blood Rock. Um, on a jetpack and gold spandex. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yes, and, hey, exactly. and kudos to those Japanese actors for doing their lines in English. Yeah, uh, that was the thing. When I started watching it, I was shocked. I was yeah. shocked that it was all in English. And I, I really enjoyed that. I thought it was cool yeah. to see that side of those actors. It was- because... Because we always, you know, the American actors, they always, you know, they say their lines in English and they get redubbed or whatever, but yeah. they... Sometimes they don't even deliver their lines in English that well, but you could imagine like what if they were having to do those? I mean, could you imagine like Nick Adams like rehearsing for Invasion of Astro Monster there and like <laughs> with like Kumi Mizuno or something like trying yeah. to say his lines in uh you know half drunk trying to say his lines in uh, <laughs> in Japanese? I don't think that's gonna happen. Right. Uh, that would have been hilarious. But yeah, I uh, I kudos to them. It was good. It was fun. Yeah. Like I said, I think people should watch this this film. I, I don't think like you to your point, I don't think it's going to be like, oh my gosh, this is a game changer. I am now like it's not gonna give you the same effect that Yamato Takuru gave me. It's just not gonna happen. But <laughs> true, but I do think it's better. It deserves better than its terrible, terrible, terrible financial fate that it had. Um, and if anything, for the wacky visuals, 
mm-hmm. the zaniness of some of how the lines are delivered and what they're yep. saying and um quite possibly one of the worst uh, the costumes dude the yeah. costumes yeah. are I, I can't stress enough how crazy the costumes are mm-hmm. and it's like there's a lot of them it's like yeah. me whoever <laughs> was the costume department person was having a like they were having a lot of fun and they yeah. either already had these because co- there's like needless costume ch- i was like well who are these yeah. people what are they wearing every yeah. costume yeah. every scene there's six new crazy costumes so yeah it's worth it's very for that yeah and and quite possibly the worst uh, kaiju ever done by super eye <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that he signed off on. Um, and the best in the and Batman. The best. Batman yes. are the best. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, that's latitude zero in a very um, large nutshell. Yeah, we'll call that. We'll we'll call that it. Um, uh, do, do you have anything else? Anything else you want to add to that, or anything else before we get out of here? No, just thanks for watching. Like, subscribe, all the stuff. You know the usual stuff. You guys know how to do it by stuff. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, I did, I did get on to Craig today about getting some shirts up in the below the collar. <laughs> so hopefully soon we're going to have uh, some Monster Island shirts. Yeah. They're going to be in the YHS store, and and once those go up, we'll we'll have links to them and and uh, you know all that stuff. So for, as for now, you can't get them, but they're out there. They're exclusive pre-orders. We'll all be able to to share our dislike for Amanda. Let's just say that. Yep. I can't wait. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, until next time, we'll see you guys in a, in a couple weeks. And we're getting out of here.